Howdy, boys and girls, and welcome back to the Carlo Crappy Show. This is uh, perhaps one of the most fun weeks of the season, one of the most fun shows that we do every single year because we talk about stuff that's almost completely inconsequential. Um, you know, unless you're a fan of the teams or your glum and world cheese its bowl. We're, we're talking about Bolapalooza here. Woo! Carla, how are you doing? I'm okay. How are you? Happy bowl season. I uh, thank you. Happy bowl season. Um, we just get started in a couple of days here. Um, so it's this is the perfect time to 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 go through some of our most more interesting bowl games that that um uh that that don't have that don't have uh, any consequences. We're not doing New Year's Day bowls. We're not talking about um uh semifinals yet. Um, we'll, we will do that at a later point. But um, this is when we get together with uh, with some other folks and and talk about some of the sillier bowl games. Um, Carl, we, we've had a, a larger contingent yeah, uh, in the past. In the past, yeah. Normally, this is the show where we spend half of our time just trying to get everybody connected to the call. Um, yes, and, and, that, and that was easy. That was easy. Yeah, today, yeah and that was a lot easier tonight because uh, the guest is somebody that I happen to be married to. Hi, honey. Hi. <laughs> My husband, <laughs> David, um, who's, 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 in the, who's in the dining room at the moment. I'm, okay. I'm in my office. Studio um, B. Studio yeah. A and Studio B. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we, we invited the usual crew, and it's just a busy time of year for everybody. Sure. And uh, due to time constraints and holiday parties and probably something happening with the Titans, um, it, that we, we weren't able to get a ton of people with us. So, but, uh, but I'm happy to have you, David. Hi. Hi. Mwah. I'm happy to have you too. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try to kiss or anything. But um, <laughs> uh, for those, uh, David has David has done this with us for several years now. And, and uh, David is um, at like Carla, a reformed sports writer, uh, someone who who came to uh, his senses a, a, a couple years ago and and uh, found a real job. Um, so David, we're, again, really happy that you that you could join us and uh, looking forward to your perspective. And then we have AJ. Hi, I'm Hi. here. I'm here sometimes. He's here sometimes. <laughs> he is here again. Um, and this is, I mean, this is the perfect, uh, this is the, the perfect show for AJ because we're, we're, we're digging into uh, COSA teams, um, AAC teams, and this is, excuse me, excuse me for all times. Um, I don't care what the, I don't care what Conference USA says. That's CUSA. For, for those of you who don't know, I'm in bed on Saturdays by 10 o'clock. So AJ, AJ's, uh, you know, one of the hip kids who knows this stuff. I, I have no idea. I'm right. I'm, and what's what's funny is none of my bowl games contain any group of five teams. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not a one. Uh, not even one. Twist. We're expecting you. We're still expecting your attention yeah. to we'll start. We'll start with this. Um, and I, I think I ask a variation of this question on this show every single year, uh, at least since um, since the, the playoff has started. Uh, and that question is: Did the committee get it right? And and to prove that I'm not um, I'm not uh, as the, the Ohio State fan fishing for sympathy here, I will say that it I think it did. I, I think this is the uh, the lineup that 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 um, that the, the, pretty much the only out lineup that they could come up with uh, at this point. But um, David, I want to hear your thoughts. Uh, do you do you think uh, are you are you happy with how the final four looks? I I think so. I, th I think when you see that Oklahoma. Um, Redeem themselves against Texas and uh, and and Ohio State, you know that that mark of losing to Purdue, uh, the way they did is is, is tough. Um, it, that that's tough to get over. Um, just in general, and I think we knew this was going to be the case whether they picked uh, Ohio State um, or Georgia mm -hmm. or uh, Oklahoma. We're, we've got about ten teams that have made this playoff <laughs> since uh, since it started. So, uh, you know the. You think, oh, twice as many spots to compete for a national championship. It would it would lend itself to more um, to more variance, but uh, but that hasn't happened. Now, 
you know, Washington and Michigan State have competed, um, and there have been a few upsets. But wow, Clemson and Alabama. Yeah, I know, I know. Again, does, it, does the, the field need to be expanded? Uh, I think so. I mean, I think I think you know, at the end of every year, it's always who's left out, and you know, the conference. There's so much consternation over you know the fifth and sixth team. So you know, expand it to six, six or eight. Um, and, uh, you know, get a group of five team in there. Um, so we don't have to, you know, have UCF, you know, feeling bad for two straight years, uh, that they're not involved. So, uh, yeah, let's, let's expand this, uh, you know, yet again, okay. four year, four has been good. Eight, I think will be better. Okay. AJ, um, uh, number one, did the committee get it right? Number two, did, do we expand this and, and get a bid to a, a group of five team? Uh, yeah, so the committee absolutely got this right because Carla, crappy. Uh, if you want to get to the playoff, what don't you do? Lose um, to Purdue. Lose to Purdue. No, no, no. Lose try again. Game, lose a game to a 500 team. Nope. Try again. Both of you. One of you is a Penn State fan. One of you is an Ohio State fan. Both of you have gone through this. What don't you do if you want to get into the playoff? What? You don't lose two games, Georgia. So Georgia fans were real bent out of shape because they're like, we played Alabama closer than anybody. We almost beat them in the national title game. We almost beat them in the SEC title game. The Alabama game wasn't your problem. It was getting your butt stomped in by, by LSU, LSU in late October. And talking, I talked to a, a, fan, a friend of mine who's a Georgia fan, um, and he 100% put this on the LSU game. He said, they beat LSU, they legitimately have a shot at four and getting back into the playoff. Um Honestly, I think had they done that, the conference or the playoff committee would have seated them three, Notre Dame four, and then we would have finally seen somebody beat Notre Dame. Uh, <clears throat> and not just beat them. Yeah. Um, but uh, honestly, I, th I think they got it right. Uh, Ohio State, don't lose to Purdue. Uh, and Oklahoma beat Texas. What did it, I mean, we talked about this on the on the conference championship uh, show. The If you are Ohio State and you went into the playoff – you have to beat Northwestern by more than fourteen or however much it was. I mean, it wasn't a, it wasn't close. It's a nice win, but but no, no, no. you got a you got a fifty nine zero Northwestern if you wanted to get into the playoff. You didn't fifty nine nothing them. So Oklahoma won. You you won too, but not by as much. They got it right. Uh, if you're going to expand, we're going to sixteen. Let's not go to eight. Mm -mm. Here, you want you want to party? Here, let's go. Let's party. Every group of five team automatically gets in. Every power five team automatically gets in, and you've now got another uh, six spots to give in. Mm -hmm. Let's party. Let's really do this. There was I saw I saw a post that said every division champion should get in, mm -hmm. and that would put Pitt in the playoff, which is the only thing we need. <laughs> I put Pitt in. Um, right? Um, but yeah, like those are the sorts of things you make the division races a little bit more exciting. You make, you give the higher seeds like Alabama and Clemson games off because they're clearly the better teams. Um, but the idea here is that, you know, you could, you would have things like every group of five team, every, every conference has a legitimate shot. And the whole reason you play to win the conference, just like in college basketball, Every team is playing to get in. Mm -hmm. Now, is that going to lead to Alabama whomping the crap out of Troy? Probably. Probably. But at the same time, you're giving these shots to these teams, and sometimes you get a UBMC 
or UMBC beating Virginia. Yeah. So these are the sorts of things I'd I'd like to see that I think this would make a lot of the uh, lower tiers because right now this is this is their season right all of the lower all of the lower conference teams all of the group of five teams this is their chance they 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 want to go win a bowl game they want to go they wanted to win their conference championship now they want to win a bowl game have them in the playoff and by the way going back to to david's point about you know five and six always getting left out there are in college basketball 69 and 70 get mad Mm -hmm. about being left out so there will always be some there will always be somebody mad that they didn't get in Mm -hmm. but at the same time i think that at 16 you have everybody who's got a legitimate case to say that they could probably play but i that i'd love to see it go to 16 eight's probably the more likely expansion you get all all power five. You get one group of five, and then you get two at large. I think that's that's the okay. logical okay. explanation. Carly, what do you think? Is the season looking correct to you? Because nobody beat Notre Dame already. Damn it. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, Oklahoma was the right one to put in there. I agree with AJ on the you know if, if Georgia wanted to get in, uh, don't lose to LSU. Um, you know, it, and then Ohio State. You know that Purdue loss was just too much. Um, you know, with, with Oklahoma Ooh. overcoming. Yes. Um, yeah. So I, I, I think the committee got it right. Um, I, I don't know. Part of me really wanted to see Oklahoma jump Notre Dame because Notre Dame was the only team that didn't play last weekend. Uh-huh. Um, I, but I, they couldn't do that. I mean, they just, you know, with Notre Dame being unbeaten, they couldn't do that. But I, I would have liked to see. They could yeah. actually, they could do that. They could. <laughs> yeah. the, call, the playoff committee is real simple and straightforward. They just group. If, if you're undefeated, you're higher ranked than a team that has lost one game, no matter how good that loss was. Yeah, yeah. And then they move down, and then they, they basically rank inside of those things. So if you go look at the like the actual top 25s, a lot of times it's just here are the undefeated teams, here are the one-loss teams, here are the two-loss teams, and occasionally they'll sprinkle a two-loss team above a one-loss team or above an undefeated team if they're not a Power 5 team. But, yeah, they're they're really straightforward. I love that everybody's like, oh, we got to figure out the playoff committee. It's like – no, it ain't that hard. It's pretty straightforward. <laughs> Carla, uh, um, would, would would an expanded field make this a, a, a more interesting thing? I don't know. I think it'd be I think it'd be more entertaining. Um, you know, if 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 Mackenzie Milton had stayed healthy, I would have loved to. We would have been having this conversation again about UCF. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you know, I mentioned that during the um, during our Group of Five show that you know I, I would have loved to have seen UCF at least get a shot at it. And the way you do that is you expand. Um, I, I, you can take the logic that AJ put out there and flip it both directions, right? Regardless of how many teams you have in a playoff, somebody's going to complain about being left out. So oh. it doesn't matter if, you know, even if you expand to six teams or eight teams or 10 teams, you know, then if you're at 10, then 11 and 12 are going to complain. If you're at 16 and 17 and 18, you're gonna, like, it doesn't matter. Um, you just need to come up with a system that works, maybe give some bye weeks in there. Um, I, the thing that I, I love the, the FCS system Mm-hmm. It takes too damn long to get all the way through an FCS playoff. And that's my my thing is that I think – I know college football is a big deal. I, I think if you drag it out too long, it's going to lose some momentum, mm-hmm. which is why bowl season works because you have a bunch of games in a crunched like two-week period of time yeah. that you can get everybody in. I think if you did, did a 16-team playoff – and you only played on the weekends because that's what sponsors would want you to do and that's what teams would want you to do so you could put butts in seats um, – it's going to take too damn long to get to the end of the playoff. Um, 
that, you know, unless you sprinkled some bowl games in there to keep, and you know, I, I don't know how you would have to sort that out. So I would be in favor of expansion, but not all the way to 16. I think, I think eight makes sense. I think even going to six makes sense and having a first round. So then, you know, one and two get a buy. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I, 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 I tend to prefer keeping it smaller, I think, although the logic for, you know, letting division champions in. I, I, I like the logic because it does make things a little bit more even. Mm -hmm. I just, I just don't think that would ever get approved because it would just take too long. It, it would take too long. And it, that's, and then if you're doing 16 teams, um, I mean, you're, you're doing, you're stretching that out for a month and you're putting a lot of stress on uh, students who want to go to the games, alumni who want to travel, you know, because you, you assume you're, you're going to different bowl games or uh, different uh, neutral, neutral sites. Um, but I, I I feel like an eight eight uh, a six or an eight uh, would be manageable. Wouldn't add. I mean, it's generally only gonna add an extra week. Um, I think that would be a that would be. Yeah. A, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm 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 and I'm all for more football. So yeah, let's let, let eight, I'm, I'd be good for that. Eight's the logical one. Mm -hmm. Okay, we get all the power five teams in. You get a group of five rep. You get a group of five rep. You get two at larges for mm -hmm. like to be really brutally honest here last year where Alabama didn't win the SEC championship because they weren't in the title game, but they got into the playoff because they were they only had one loss. So yeah. I think they still get in. Everybody still goes home happy more or less. Um, you're, but you're going to get, you're going to get a couple teams in there and, and everybody, every, you have the conference championship games meaning something. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That would, that, that's, that, that's an excellent point. Um, there is lots of time for uh, uh, for discussion about the uh, Final Four, and uh, we will get to that in future episodes of the Carlin Crappy Show. Um, for now, we are going to start with the bowl games that they're just playing for fun, and um, and I, I'm actually going to get this started uh, because uh, that's sort of where my alma mater usually ends up in some uh, early December bowl game. We're going to start on December nineteenth. Um, uh, my Bobcats will play San Diego State in the Frisco Bowl, which. Um, I was not aware until I checked, is not actually in San Francisco. It's in suburban Dallas in the uh, FC Dallas Stadium, which is actually not a bad, I think it's probably about the, it's a good size venue, 25,000 or so. Um, but it's going to be disappointing. So it's like, hey, we're going to San Francisco. No, no, we're, we're going to, we're going to sub the suburbs of Dallas. So. Now, the people who actually wanted to go see this game are quite happy because they don't have to pay five hundred dollars a night. For this a is true. This is true. Um, that, that, I'll just throw that out there. That is uh, there's there, there's the, uh, the, the the travel expense. I don't think um, the, the the quality of dining might be not as good in in Frisco, Texas. It would be San Francisco, but that's that's all stuff you can work out. OU is favored by three in this game, um, and I'm just gonna I, I, I'll go through my my take here real quick, and then we can. Uh, as we with all the games get a get a, a quick opinion from everybody else, um, the Aztecs uh, sort of did the opposite of what you want to do uh, in generally in a, in the stretch of a college football season. They, they reeled off seven wins in your first nine games, um, including a win over the Fighting Herms uh, back in September um, when when the Fighting Herms were ranked, and then they lost their last three games of the season. OU, on the other hand, closed uh, pretty well. Um, in the last seven games, the Cats lost just twice. A really tight game uh, to eventual MAC champion Northern Illinois and the um, the, the bizarre head-scratcher to, to our, our hated rival in Oxford, Ohio, whose name I will not mention. Um, but there's another school that has the same name. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Miami of um, 
Yeah. Um, including that stretch was an absolute beating of Buffalo. Uh, and the only, the, the, the Buffalo's only got a regular season loss was to Army. So I think that was a, that, that, I mean, that's, that's a, that was a nice win. Um, respectable uh, defense uh, from the Bobcats, balanced offense uh, featuring Nathan Work, uh, tailback AJ Uwet. Owet, I don't have any idea how to pronounce his name. And Poppy White, receiver who finished on the season as OU's all time leading receiver. Um, I, I look for the Bobcats to keep up. The momentum and beat the Aztecs in Frisco. Uh, going down my little line here, AJ. What do you think about this one? So San Diego State uh, was doing their their usual thing, where they just churn out a two hundred yard a game running back. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> then he got hurt uh, when they lost to Nevada. That's kind of when the season kind of fell apart. They weren't really necessarily beating anybody all that well, right? They beat. ASU, which is the only the fight in Herms, by a touchdown. But every other game, a three-point win over Eastern Michigan. They beat Boise in Boise. Yep. Just a reminder there, by six. Air Force by four. San Jose State by three. A one and 11 San Jose State team by three. That game was brutal. I watched that game. The sands, the sands of time came together, and it was <laughs> tough. Um, but, yeah, they, they just – Fell apart at the end of the season. I think they they, they lost their running back at one point. Uh, he came back, but he was never really a hundred percent. So yeah, I could see why Ohio is is, is ranked higher. Uh, Bobcats are going to win this game uh, unless San Diego State you know has a miraculous you know practice session uh, over the next few uh, over the next few weeks. Okay, okay, Carla, what do you think? Um- I I have a lot of this. You guys all took all my notes. Um, you know, when you come to two games or two teams. Notes? A little. I have, I have one sentence. I have one sentence about note. this team, and you Carlos, already said we it. Took, we took Carlos' note. You took my note. So when you have two teams that you know nothing about, and we've talked about this before earlier in the season, you always take the hot hand. Ohio's won four or five. San, um, San Diego State has, lo- has lost four or five. Um, and Ohio's win over Buffalo. We were that, that, we talked about that game on our group of five show, and we're actually having fun that night when that was happening. Um talking talking about that game so so yeah ohio wins this game and and i i won't i i have a personal thing with san diego state that david knows that i won't say so um go bobcats hmm, okay david what do you think well i will uh i'll counter your your uh opinion that there's nothing going on in frisco it, it, it is the home of the Dallas Cowboys. That is okay, where, yeah, okay, okay. Headquarters. Yes. That's uh, I've got a vested interest in this. There's a. <laughs> if, anyone, if there's any overlap in these two fan bases and the Dallas Cowboys, Frisco is where you get your Dallas Cowboys experience and go see okay. the car. Okay. Um, I I would also pick uh, pick Ohio for a lot of the reasons we've talked about. San, San Diego State limping into this. Um, at some point, you just gotta res- gotta respect what Ohio has done over the last uh, over the last fifteen years mm-hmm. uh, under Frank Solich. Yeah. They they just kind of they go to bowl games and they quietly churn out eight and nine win seasons. And you know, there's not a Ben Roethlisberger or Michael Turner or Khalil Mack or I, I feel like Ohio's been consistently good, and I can't name a single player who's played for them in the last fifteen years. So. Uh, <laughs> That's that's exactly that is exactly correct. That is exactly correct. I, I think I'm going to go with the anonymous, uh, anonymous, uh, you know, Ohio Bobcats in this one. Sweet, sweet. We'll take it. Um, next up, uh, David, you 
are in charge of telling us about the uh, the uh, Bahamas Bowl on December 21st. Uh, this is uh, Florida International against Toledo. Toledo is, Toledo is favored by six. Um, David, uh, what do you what do you got? Well, isn't part of the reason we pick these games the sponsor and the bowl itself? Sure. The yes. absurdity yes. of it. Okay. Yes. Just wanted to get that get that off the table. And, so, and this one, I, I mean, this is this is one of my. They, they play it in like this little tiny. I think it's a rugby stadium, um, but it, I mean, it's 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 like a high school stadium with a roof, sort of. Um, but you're you know, there's palm trees and it's the Bahamas for crying out loud. Well, and who sponsors the Bahamas Bowl? But the largest continuous contiguous industrial complex in the United States, in Chicago, Elks Grove Village, and their. Uh, and their slogan, Makers Wanted. So this is the Makers Wanted Bahamas Bowl. I feel like this is uh, a new sponsor for the Bahamas Bowl. Is that? It I is. They used to be Popeyes. Yes. Which brought us the greatest uh, gif of all time, which was uh, the, I think it was during the national anthem. They were doing the U.S. national anthem, and all the players are there, like hands across their chest. And then it goes out, and it zooms out to the like flags across the top of the stadium. And there's like the U.S. flag, and then a bunch of Popeyes flags. <laughs> and it's, it's like one of the greatest images ever of just like the Popeyes flags just waving in the wind. That sounds. Stupid. It's just so great. That's outstanding. How could you? You couldn't even. You couldn't be upset about that. No, I'm upset that Popeyes Bowl. doesn't sponsor the dang Bahamas Bowl anymore. <laughs> That's what I'm more upset about. Well, I, I love know. it because because it's brought us a, a an industrial complex in Chicago has sponsored a bowl game in the Bahamas <laughs> that involves a team from Toledo and Miami. So, um, it's perfect. I, I mean, I, I, as we're going to see, I think we've really outdone ourselves on uh, on bowl sponsors this year. So I'm I'm really excited about that. Um, the game itself, if you would have told me that FIU and Toledo have played in bowl games like maybe like twice in the last four years and they've played in the regular season, I would believe you. I would ad I would admit to have watched at least five games that these two teams have played <laughs> over the last three years. They have not played since 2010. I don't know why. <laughs> okay. I don't know why I think FIU and Toledo are a match in heaven, but it's, it, it, it seems right. It really does. Mm -hmm. We've got an over-under in this game of 68 and a half. This game is always pretty bonkers. So, so that's that's why I don't I don't have any particular insight on either of these teams other than the fact that they're going to score a ton of points. They're playing in a ridiculously named game, and for some reason I think they're basically in a conference together. So – uh, for that reason, I'll pick up by you. It's the Max South, Florida International in the <laughs> Max South. Um, AJ, what do you think? Uh, I mean, look, we've had a lot of great bowl sponsors. Last year was the Bad Boy Mowers uh, Gasparilla Bowl. They're back. Uh, no, the Gasparilla Bowl is, but I don't think. But the, it's not Bad Boy Mowers. Is that Bad Boy? <laughs> I thought it was Bad Boy Mowers still. Is it still Bad Boy Mowers? I don't know. All I know is that I just see it as Gasparilla Bowl. But honestly, like I, this is the this is the point of bowl season. It's Friday, December twenty first. You're probably going to be hanging out with your family or friends of some sort. Maybe it's an office Christmas party, and you look up on the TV, and what's there? But that sweet, sweet Bahamas Bowl, sponsored by an industrial complex in <laughs> Chicago. It is the it is like if there was a if. You know the more you know graphic of just like the letters flying with a rainbow behind it? Mm -hmm. I just want to remake that with bowl season because that's what this is. It's content that ESPN can put on television. Who cares what the sponsors are? 
I mean, there was that one. What was the Las Vegas besides, Bowl? Besides the sponsors, no. Well, there was the Las Vegas Bowl that was sponsored by a lube company, but not that kind of lube. <laughs> it was industrial lube. It was like the the royal purple Las yeah, Vegas Bowl yeah, or whatever. Yeah. This is bowl season. It doesn't matter who wins this game. FIU's probably going to win this game. I don't know why. Okay. Because, okay. Is Butch Davis still the coach at FIU? We don't. I believe know. so. I believe so. Look, we believe. And that's all that isn't that part of the season. Just believing. Absolutely. When a when a game when a game that if it were played on September twenty first would be on ESPN three and you wouldn't give a crap about when it's appointment viewing, it's bowl season. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's it. I will I will stop what I'm doing on a Thursday afternoon at work and turn it on just because it's there. Yes. Also, real, just real quick. Oh, it is. I believe it is still the the bad boy Miller's Gasparilla Bowl. Okay, it is I, I did. That is confirmed. Yes. Confirmed. I think you were thinking of the uh, Boca, the uh, Cherubundi Tart Cherry Boca Raton. Yes. <laughs> uh, now it's just the Cherubundi Boca Raton Bowl. So yeah. everybody pour one out for a friend the Tart for Cherry the, for the Tart Cherries. Save, <laughs> save the Tart Cherries for beer, people. That's. Mm -hmm. That's those are uh, just real quick, a shout out to the Gasparilla Bowl for being uh, played not in Tropicana Field anymore. They actually got moved up to Raymond James. Mm. So shout out to you guys. I'm glad they're still doing to... something with that building. Um, oh, Carla, do you have do you have thoughts? Other than the fact that um, you know, the, the, this has been my longstanding theory is that um, from, from the college football playoff announces it's four teams. I still think that teams five and six should go to the Bahamas and play in this bowl because you didn't get a trip to the college football playoff, but dang it, go to the Bahamas and have some fun. You have um, been consistent about this. Yes. Yeah. I, I just think that'd be fun. Um, the, the size of the stadium kind of blows that up, but um, you know, because nobody cares anyway. So like go to the Bahamas, have fun. You mean to tell um, me, uh, all right, hold on. Time out. I got to ask crappy this question. It's a real <laughs> honest, honest guy question. Okay. Let's say Carla's dream comes true. Yes. this year and the college football playoff has announced their top four mm -hmm. and five and six are georgia and ohio state but they're in the bahamas bowl how quickly are you booking flights um i am i'm a, i mean that's that this is a competitive situation because there's like that, that's like a thirty thousand seat stadium yes um and it's going to be pricey yeah right it given if, if i have unlimited resources yeah, I'm absolutely. I am. I am in the Bahamas. I am in the stadium. I am going to that game. I do not care. I. You know what? I would like to take Carla's idea further, and I would like to say that five and six, there is a literal hat drawing to see what bowl they play in. Just like they like <laughs> swirl around a bowl, and you get to find out that Georgia and Ohio State. You're going to Boise to play on the blue turf. <laughs> How, how, oh my God, I want that. I want that so badly just to like, watch Twitter melt. <laughs> put, 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 like, put Ohio State and OU in the, in the Frisco Bowl. How would that be? That'd be fun. I did, I, I would be a mess for that one, actually. Um, <laughs> did I give an opinion on the Bahamas? I don't think I did. I, I haven't given an eye opinion yet. You haven't? Okay, right. No, no. Oh, FIU wins. Uh, it's, it's a defense optional. Both offenses, uh, you know, have over 400 yards per game. Defenses give up 400 yards per game. Um, Toledo goes up. Almost 300 yards passing per game. FIU likes to throw the ball. That's the reason. Okay. FIU wins. Okay. Um, Toledo, raise the flag. Go Rockets. Boom. Um, on December 22nd, David, this is your game as well. The Jared Birmingham, um, who, who sounds like a nice uh, Southern gentleman, 
um, is uh, holding a bowl game. I, I, I did not, I did not check this. I assume it's in Birmingham, Alabama, but I don't know for sure. Um, the game will be played by Wake Forest and Memphis, and Memphis is favored by five. Um, who is uh, David? Who is Jared Birmingham? I don't know. I, it, it's who was the character at the end of the Office that was played by um, James Spader? Was it Robert California? This kind of sounds oh, I think that's like, right. I think that's right. Yes, kind of sounds like fake Robert California, uh, who just is really into mid-level college football. But I mean, you kind of you kind of stole my joke, um, and uh, but I'm glad I stumbled on a obscure pop culture reference uh, in response. Awesome. That, no, that, this this is this is one of the better ones this year. Absolutely. When Crafty said Jared Birmingham boy, I was just like, man. Jared got his own bowl game. Good for you, Jared. <laughs> and he went, who could I get? Who could I get? I'll take you, Wake Forest. I'll take you, Memphis. <laughs> there is no there is no greater dichotomy, too, by the way. This is the former PapaJohns.com bowl. So, you know, I'm glad, you know, tradition is still alive. Um, but on a serious note, or I guess a actual picking of the game note, uh, Memphis, Daryl Henderson, one of the more underrated players this year, uh, 1,900 rushing yards, uh, 22 touchdowns. Mike Norvell has done good things in three years. Wake is kind of what you'd expect out of a 6-6, six and 3-5 six, and five team from a major conference. They've been all over the place. Um, so I'll probably take, uh, I'll take Memphis as just a team that has looked more solid all year, um, whereas, whereas Wake is, is, is limping into this thing. Okay, okay. Uh, looking down the line, I'm I'm actually up next, and um, the thing that was striking me as I was uh, looking at the uh, uh, looking at seasons and and uh, what we've done coming into this game, uh, Memphis offense in its last five games, this is uh, this is scoring 59, 47, 28, 52, and then 41 in a loss uh, to UCF. Um, I think. <laughs> Pretty clearly, uh, 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 Jared Birmingham is going to be giving his uh, trophy or, or whatever he has for the, the winner of this game to the Tigers. Um, AJ, what do you think? Uh, this is one of the very few, and this is actually the sad part about bowl season uh, this year. Uh, recently, they've been changed because ESPN now owns like half of the bowls. Shout mm -hmm. out to ESPN events. Um, they've started putting the group of five teams together. They stopped, they stopped mm -hmm. having group of five teams play uh, uh, power five teams. This is one of the few that still has a group of five team playing a, a power five team. Get Ben Demon Deacons. Go Tigers. Uh, I want Memphis to win by 30 just nope. for no reason. Okay. Okay. That, that, that sounds good. Carla, what do you think? Um, th this last game I said was defense optional. This game might be even more defense optional. Um, Wake had to win their last game to get in – its last game to get into the uh, – um, to even get a bull bid. Um, so wake, enjoy your bull worth. Um, Memphis offense is just too darn good. Um, I like Memphis in this game. Um, but I want to know, like, how do they present the trophy? Like, is the trophy, is like the, the trophy for the Jared Birmingham bowl, like presented on one knee in a, in a red velvet box? I think it has to be. I think yeah. it has to be. Um, and then, um, you know, someone's like hiding in the bushes to take pictures and post them on Instagram and, um, I don't know. But maybe, I hope we're working on. This. I, I, I I want there to be just like, congratulations! You went to Jared and won. <laughs> <laughs> and they just hand them this big stupid trophy. What if there's What if there's a guy named Jared Birmingham? 
<laughs> who shows up from somewhere down I in Jared Birmingham. Uh, is there a person named Jared Bur There's a Jared Birmingham who is a country artist, but he doesn't spell it the same way. That's it. <laughs> I, I, he has a song called The Tree is in the Seed, and I really thought, it read, I read that as The Tree is in the Shed. And I went, <laughs> that makes sense. Christmas season, the tree yeah. is taken apart, it's in the shed. I get it. I, I'm curious, how is Jared Birmingham spelled? Uh, with J A R R O D. Gerard. Okay. Gerard. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying it's Jared Birmingham. Google thinks it's Jared Birmingham. Also, shout out to you, Jared Birmingham, who lives somewhere in the state of North Carolina. I will not blow up your spot like that. There is a real Jared Birmingham. So he's, <laughs> his whole SEO is messed up for the next month. Good job. <laughs> Outstanding, outstanding. Um, uh, next up on our, uh, uh, we, we seem to have a Memphis as the consensus pick there. Uh, on the same day, December twenty second, the um, this, I, I, I picked another bowl game that that also has a massive uh, military industrial complex uh, sponsor, Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl, um, and and also my the other bowl I picked was in in uh, I guess is the Fort, Fort Worth would be in Ruben Dallas, right? I think that's. I think that's uh, right. Excuse me. They are oh, yeah. the second half of the complex. Yeah, metroplex. How dare you slander Fort Worth in that? I've been to Fort Worth. I can slander them if I like to. Um, this is uh, Army. My uh, my costume change uh, versus Houston. Our Army is favored by three. Um, and, and basically, I'm just kind of. I'm, I'm still. Uh, I'm still stoked about uh, the last weekend. Um, Army finished ranked. Uh, Army beats Navy last weekend to ex uh, extend its uh, winning streak in that series to three games. Houston's offense is potent. Um, the Cougars are scoring 45 points a game, but that doesn't help them if they never have the ball. Um, and that's where I, I, I think uh, the Army is the pick here. Hua, let's go. Um, uh, who's up? Uh, AJ, what do you think? Sure. This is going to be rad, and it's entirely because Houston gets to practice every year by playing Navy. Yes. So uh, this is not going to be one of those things where it's like, oh, it's a triple option team. What are they going to do? No, Houston plays a Navy every year. It's fine. Um, now this game is going to be. This game should be really, really good. Uh, over under on this game is magically sixty-seven. I don't know where the sixty-seven points are coming from if Army holds the ball for forty-five minutes, but um, I guess that's one way to to play war. Um, congratulations, Lockheed Martin. You've spent some of your money not on weaponry. Yep. We'd like Thumbs to. up. We appreciate that. Um, but yeah, this the, this game should be super fun. It's it's 3.30 on a Saturday, live on ESPN. Uh, go watch this game. This, this game should be fun. Hopefully uh, Houston uh, holds the ball a little bit longer and we get that, that real 67 over under. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Carla? Um, so true story. We tried to go out on on Saturday night. That was Saturday night, right? That we were trying to go out and on um, meet meet some friends, and um, somehow managed to stumble across the uh, the Army watch party um, oh, for the for the Army Navy game. Um, oops. Uh, that, that that could be interesting. It was it was quite interesting. Um, we still had a lovely time, but probably the coolest thing about the whole the whole night was that when um, all the um, West Pointers stood and sang the alma mater okay. in the bar. Okay. Um, that was super cool. And even though I'm a Navy girl, um, it was it was really cool to to be in the room when that mm -hmm. happened nice. um, and to see nice. the emotions. That was really cool. Um, this is another one you got to take the hot hand. Houston has um, a prolific offense. Army has the number nine total defense in the country. Um, 
Houston's lost three of five. Army hasn't lost since um, September 22nd to Oklahoma. That's an okay loss. Um, yeah, I think so, I see what you did there. See? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I think Army wins this game. Ah, uh, sweet. David, what do you think? Um, I think uh, – so Houston has – I think they lost three out of the last four this year, but they've put up, put up points all year. Never fewer than 31 points, as we talked about the option. That's going to change. They're not going to score 31 in this game. Um, but uh, you know, not just because of the option. No Ed Oliver, the uh, the, the temperamental superstar uh, defensive end who um, you know made some headlines earlier this year. No quarterback, Derek. Um, I can't remember his last name. Derek King. There we go. Fast, fast response on my notes. Um, so I, I'm going to pick uh, pick Army, and you know, obviously, we got to you know shout out to Jeff uh, Jeff Munkin at uh, at Army, who has a chance to have the first 11 win season in Army history, um, first back to back 10 win seasons in Army history. I think you got to say this guy is their best coach since Red Blake. So shout out to Red Blake. That's 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 actually probably the case um and and i and that i was i i, I seriously have been stoked by a, a army season because i'm i i'm an, i'm an old army guy um my dad and i uh my my father who is an ex-marine pardon me my father who is a marine um with this is a big thing between the two of us every year so i've i've been enjoying this a lot um this feels like a game man, army and if there, like is, game army wins by there is a game i'm sorry I was going to say this feels like a game Army wins by seven, but it's not even that close. That could be. I, I, or you could win by seven, but it's it, it's just you you look at the score and, and you, if you watch the game, it's like, oh boy, it wasn't even it wasn't even that that tight. Um, if we're talking about uh, if we're talking about sponsorship, this might be the winner. Um, it, 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 I'm going to put it, I, I would put it in the finals, actually, um, on December 26th, the Cheez-Its Bowl in, uh, in lovely Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, Carla, this is a Cal versus TCU, and the line here is a pick em, actually. Mm-hmm. Carla, you picked a challenging one. What do you, what do you get? I did. I also have Cheez-Its. Candy. Um, because you know, I, I think, I think bowl, the bowl season finally got this right because you might need a box of Cheez-Its to get through this game. Um, it, I mean, you're, you're definitely going to need snacks. Um, sustenance. Sustenance, you know, if you've been even hanging. Because really, I mean, isn't that what the bowl season is all about? To sit on your couch and eat snacks. Finally, a bowl sponsorship that makes sense. This is why I've always pre- appreciated the uh, Tostitos Fiesta Bowl. Exactly. Uh, and and Tostitos doesn't, doesn't sponsor the Fiesta Bowl anymore. I know. I know. So, so Jesus is stepping in here. Although I will say that I think I probably would have enjoyed the Goldfish Bowl a little bit more because I like Goldfish crackers better than Cheez-Its. Yeah, but, I, I agree. Um, but, okay, so here we are with Cheez-Its. Um, we have two very lackluster o- offenses in this game. TCU ranks uh, number 93 in the country in offense. Um, Cal is an abysmal uh, 112 in total offense. Um, Which hurts wait, my wait soul. <laughs> that, hurts, that hurts my soul real, real hard. Wait Justin, Wilcox, Carl, Justin Wilcox has brought up caveman Cal football. He literally <laughs> took them back to the Stone Age. We're not going to play offense. Cal only play defense. Yeah, and 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 they, and they play really good defense, right? Because they're number sixteen in the country in in total defense. Um, TCU is number twenty six. TCU is an interesting story because 
they lost to Ohio State and then lost to Texas in the next week and then like completely fell off of everybody's radar. Like we totally forgot about TCU um, after after that loss at, um, in Jerry World uh, to, to your Buckeyes. Um, the low point of their season and the, the wheels just kind of fell off for them. I mean, the low point of yeah. their season was um, a 27-26 loss at Kansas. Um, yeah, that's that, that's not that's not a good loss. Um, Cal, on the other hand, Cal's signature win this year. You probably could go back to like two games to figure this out. Um, you could you could either say that it was the twelve ten barn burner over Washington, over a ranked Washington team, or a fifteen fourteen win over arch rival USC. The first time that they've won that game in like fourteen years. The answer is USC. That game was awful. <laughs> <laughs> that game was brutal. And it was, again, goes back to Justin Wilcox, caveman Cal football. Yeah. So, I it's, mean, we, we, need to put, we need to put Cal in the SEC about uh, seven or eight years ago. Seven or eight years ago. That, right. would, exactly. that, would, that would be perfect. Yeah, the 6 3 finals. Um, uh -huh. um, Cal's last bowl appearance was in 2015. I don't know who wins this game. I'm going to say that the Cal defense, Justin Wilcox, go win your first bowl game, darn it. Um, because I think the Cal defense is enough. Um, against a TCU team that has just, you know, been sporadic. They're not they're not really all that thrilled to be playing in this bowl game because they expected to have a much more competitive season this year. I think they're mm -hmm. probably disappointed by the way that they finished out the season, that, you know, that stretch in the middle. Cal is excited to be playing in this bowl game. Um, they haven't played in a bowl game since 2015, which the kids on their current roster means most of them yep. have not played in a bowl game. Yep. Um, so just because of that, grab yourself a box of Cheez-Its or your favorite snacks and um, go Bears. Okay. Okay. David, what do you think? Um, kind of like Carla said that, you know, TCU has, has been a little disappointing this year. Every now and then, for, for all the great things Gary Patterson's done in his long and illustrious career at TCU, there's always just – you have a couple of, you know, 10-win seasons and then a stinker like this where just things just don't go right. But uh, I'm still going to pick TCU. Um, they'll, uh, they'll regroup um, against a Cal team that's um, – uh, just, I don't know, just not all there. You know, caveman Cal football, uh, not a complete team. I'll go with uh, with TCU after after they rebounded at the end of uh, at the end of the year against Baylor and Oklahoma State. Okay, we are doing an awesome job of selling this game. By the way, um, AJ, can you can you help us here? Oh, go Cal! I mean, let's <laughs> let's not even play games here. Uh, TCU. Like Carla said, they're coming in disappointed. Also, these cheeses are delicious. And oh, uh, oh look at that! Yeah, I got cheeses too. Uh, Cheers. Cal, Cheers. Um, Cal, honestly, they if they get an offensive coordinator, Cal could be extremely dangerous in the Pac-12. Mm -hmm. They don't have one right now, <laughs> <laughs> or, or at least they don't have an offense worth playing right now. And it's super funny to me as as a as a Pac-12 watcher to see Pac-12 go to see Cal go from being this like we're going to try and outscore everybody sort of team with Sonny Dykes to being this exceedingly defensive heavy uh, team under Justin Wilcox. They've been far more successful under Justin Wilcox. Uh, I think Cal, Cal gets it done here. It's going to be, at least it'll be quick. I mean, there's not going to be like, True. they're not throwing 70 passes and stopping the clock every five seconds. It'll be like no, a two hour no. game. Yes, yeah, it's a two and a half hour game, y'all. Plus, it's a nine p.m. game. It is in the proper time slot. So, yeah, go Cal. 
I might even be able to step up to watch that one. Uh, however, I am for no other reason uh, than it makes Ohio State season look better. I'm picking TCU. So there we go. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, uh, next up on December 27th, uh, the uh, uh, Carla, I'm going to let you explain the, uh, the sponsorship here. The Independence Bowl, longstanding bowl, been around for a while in Shreveport. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a Temple versus Duke. Temple is favored by three and a half points. Um, what I would really like to see out of this one is like a, a John Cheney, who is actually still alive, and Mike Shashevsky um, kind of beating each other with with heavy objects at the fifty yard line. Because I, I, I think about basketball here, but but Carla, there's there, there's actual football game. What or do you, like what, those what do you giant think? inflatable bubbles. Right? No, like, I think I think like heavy clubs. I, I'm I'm not a fan of either one of those guys. So like you know, let's just go for it. I think Cheney totally wins that. By the way. Oh, oh yes, definitely. <laughs> No. John Paul Perry's money is on. Is on <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, I actually that was one of the first things I put in this is that this, no, no, that don't don't check your TV guides. Um, this is not in fact a basketball game. It is an actual college football game that is right. being played, um, and, and it's a bowl game nonetheless. And it's sponsored by Walk Ons. And I had to go look up what Walk Ons was. I'm glad walk-ons. you did because I had I I had no idea. Walk Ons is a sports bar. That is partially owned by Drew Brees. Oh, okay. So, okay. so thus the sponsorship because the Independence Bowl is in Shreveport. Um, thus the 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 or no, the Independence Bowl is in Memphis, isn't it? Where's the Independence Bowl? I don't Shre- know. Shreveport. Shreveport. Yeah, Shreveport. Liberty, Shreveport. Liberty, Liberty, Liberty Bowl is in Memphis. Right. Independence, Independence Bowl is in, in Shreveport. Also, my, shout my, out to these two fan bases having to go to Shreveport. <laughs> Can we talk about the fact that Duke, yes. the preppiest preppy Duke? And Philly's Temple have to go to Shreveport. <laughs> Just spectacular. Also worth noting that um, baked goods were way more easier to eat um, on the show than cheeses were. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so back to the Independence Bowl. So now we know it's sponsored by Drew Brees. Um, so this, <laughs> we're recording this on December 11th, and all of a sudden, Temple is in all kinds of uh, Twitter feeds right now because of what happened today. So Temple's come a long way from from a week one loss to FCS uh, Villanova. Um, They have a thousand yard rusher in um, Raquel Armstead. Their quarterback has thrown for 2,300 yards, but 13 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. uh, but it, the, what happened was that Temple had such a, had a decent enough season that their head coach got pilfered by Georgia Tech. So Temple is now being coached by an interim head coach by the name of Ed Foley, who went viral today during the Independence Bowl press conference over this ridiculously impassioned speech that resembled somebody else who also had the last name of Foley. <laughs> <laughs> I dare you to watch the Ed Foley speech. All right, hold on, hold on. And not oh, want. Oh no, he looks like him too. Come on. And not want to say that he lives in a van down by the river at the end of it. All right, I. I'm, oh my god. <gasps> it's a total. It's a. Th- oh it's a god. thing. And and he sounds just like him. Ed Foley sounds just like Matt Foley. Oh boy. Duke. <laughs> has beaten Northwestern, Baylor, Miami on the road, but then got crushed by Wake Forest in their last game. Go Owls. 
Do, do and you... Foley, go win yourself a bowl game. We believe in you. Get out of that van from down by the river. Temple <laughs> wins this game in Shreveport, Louisiana, and then goes and eats wings, courtesy of Drew Brees. Do you guys want to? Do you guys want to hear the audio of this? Well, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna work on inserting this somehow because I, we can't not. It um, is no, 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 crappy. I'm just saying this. You need to put the video in. Okay. <laughs> this, I'll, 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 really I'll, does. He looks like he's got to pull his pants up from the back. <laughs> hey, do, do, do you have a, uh, this? Go hey, Temple. Not with, hey, good Temple. Sweet. Go Temple. Sweet. <laughs> David, what you got? I'm so, hold on, hold on. One, real quick, one point. Yeah. Duke, you could have kept Wake Forest out, except you lost by 52. <laughs> yep. Wake Forest hung 52 on you to get into bowl season. Go Temple. David. Yeah, Ed Foley is in what I think should be a thing, an interim bowl coach Hall of Fame with Lance Guidry, Joe Kynes. I'm, I am all about interim coaches in bowl season. You know, these guys who really would not be hired by any any program in their right mind. Um, and they except get their we said, Except we said the same thing about Ed Orgeron. Yep. This is, you know, that? there's that. There's, <laughs> there's your Ed Orgerons, your uh, – you're, I guess Dabo, kind of maybe. Yeah. Uh, he was a midseason replacement. Yes. Yes. Uh, you know, you're you're Bill Stewart uh, at, at West Virginia. Um, yeah, I love this. I love this part of bowl season because we're going to see that clip all all all, uh, all December and his halftime speeches and everything. It's going to be great. Um, Temple's going to win this game. Duke again. You know a team limping into the bowl season uh, yep. against a team that is doing okay. So um, go Owls, hoot, hoot, hoot. Temple wins game down by the river. Is there a river in Shreveport? There's got to be a river in Shreveport. <laughs> There's got to um, be a river in Shreveport. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm totally uh, – if I can't get my thing with Cheney and Shisesky, I'm, 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 I'm totally picking Temple here. Um, AJ, the next one is yours, the Camping World Bowl. This was going to um, be super sweet. I this I, well, I this is I, I it, it was going to be interesting in one way, and now it's interesting in another. Um, this is a, a WVU and Syracuse, um, and uh, West Virginia at opening was favored by a touchdown. Somehow they're only favored by a point and a half now. AJ, what the hell happened? Uh, well, one, just real quick. Uh, yes, there is a river in Shreveport. It is the Red River. Sweet. This is the Red River rivalry. <laughs> one more time. One more time. No, it can't. No. I swear the Red awesome. River runs right okay. to Shreveport. Anyways, okay. uh, no, here's what happened. Uh, the fine uh, quarterback from West Virginia, his name is uh, Will Greer. He's had a great season. He's going, and he's going to the NFL. And he's like, I'm so, not trying to get hurt in the bowl game. No. So he's not playing. So now WV doesn't have their starting quarterback. Uh, <clears throat> secondarily, they don't have their starting left tackle either. Oh, I didn't know about that. Like, yeah, here's where it gets real Ouch. fun. Ouch. So uh, their starting left tackle is also going to the NFL. He's been very, very good this season. Here's the slight problem. Uh, Syracuse's defensive end, who would have lined, who's lining up across, who would have lined up across from him, has ten sacks this season and is widely regarded as Syracuse's best defensive player. I'm sorry, uh, Jack Allison, who is who is playing quarterback for WVU. He's a Miami transfer, not of Ohio, of Florida, uh, and he 
he has not seen a ton of throws this season. And uh, he gets because why see, would he? He gets to see Syracuse's defensive end oh, in his business with with a, with a, with a left tackle who may not have seen a lot of playing time. No, not a not a ton, honestly. It's over under on this game is sixty eight and a half because both teams don't really play defense. Yeah. Uh, but this game is being played in Orlando, and when I think camping world, Orlando is not the place I think of. Original name for the city of Orlando was Jernigan. Just throwing that out there. There's your fact about Orlando that you may not have known. I learned that earlier this week. Okay. Yeah, uh, no, neither one of these teams has played defense because Will Greer's not playing because they don't have a starting left tackle. Give me Syracuse. Okay. Okay. Uh, Carla, what do you think? Uh, yeah, two teams very evenly, even statistically heading into this game. Um, the difference being that, you know, West Virginia won't have Will Greer. Um, Syracuse hasn't been bowling since 2013. Um, and as of right now, they're still going to have their quarterback. Eric Dungy actually hasn't said whether or not he's going to play in this game yet as of today. Um, they're anticipating that he will play because his draft prospect isn't nearly as good as Will Greer's, um, hoping that maybe he'll catch some attention by playing in this game. But that's not officially been determined. Um, because um, Holgo is missing his offense, um, expect Holgo shenanigans in this game. That in and of itself is reason to watch this game. But expect a Syracuse win. Okay. Okay. David? Uh, you got to like a game that is Dino versus Holgo, no matter who the, uh, the quarterbacks are. So um, I think this has the the potential just to have fourth down, going for it for two, yeah. you know, uh, 48, 45, you know, that sort of thing. Um, I'm still going to go with, uh, with Syracuse, a little more complete roster uh, this season. Um, but, yeah. I, I, I think I agree that, that this is, as I said, this is interesting for a, a different reason than it was, uh, than it was interesting like just a week ago. Um, but uh, I, I think there's going to be a lot of scoring. I think there's going to be a lot of fun, certainly a lot of intrigue. Um, but I think Syracuse is the, uh, is the pick for Can this one. I debated whether or not to say this hmm. as, as the Florida person, the university of Florida person on this yes. panel, but um I mean, a Will Greer season that did not see uh, see itself to completion. I, I, I don't have a ton of uh, <laughs> empathy here. Oh, no. um, I can't. I can't blame you, dude. I cannot. Blame you. Uh, I can, can we jump back in the schedule one game yeah. to the Music City Bowl being played in the great city of Nashville? Auburn versus Purdue. I just want to throw this out there, Purdue. Go get Gunsmells on fired. They will never let him coach after losing to Purdue. They I think fire him. Oh they my God. fire him because of his contract. We talked about that on the show. Listen, we there will did. be some fine Southern gentlemen in the state of Alabama who will not take too kindly to Mr. Malzahn losing to some Boilermakers from what in Purdue. And this will happen. And li listen, if Purdue gets Urban Meyer and Gus Malzahn in the same season, that'd be incredible. Shoot you. I, that would that would be the um uh, that would be Purdue's uh, pretty much the greatest accomplishment um football wise since uh, uh, like graduating Mike Fitz. A, a, a second thing might be the fact that they've sold their their ticket allotment already. Mm, They're out okay. of tickets. Boiler okay. up. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm Big Ten fan, so yeah, I'm I'm good with that. I'm I'm all right. Um, uh, AJ, you have the last one on our list. Uh, and if Carla, if 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 the Cheez Its Bowl is not the best sponsored 
uh, best sponsor bowl on, on uh, the games we're talking about. This would be the one, the Red Box Bowl, um, and that is one of the, the boxes outside your grocery store with the DVDs that you rent and take home and watch. Uh, this is in Santa Clara. This one actually in San Francisco. AJ, this is uh, Sparty in Oregon. Oregon is favored by three. AJ, tell us about this one, please. Um, this is going to be real stupid. Um, for will, like will, this have a, will this have better attendance than the Pac-12 game? No, in the, in the, in the, absolutely in the same not. Building? Absolutely not, because it's played at an even worse time. I didn't think it was possible, but here we are. Um, this game is being played on a Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern. This is a noon kickoff, West Coast. So if you want if you want tickets for this one, they're not going to be expensive. <laughs> no, no. In fact, uh, just just while we're here, uh, just I'm pointing this out. Just Redbox is sponsoring a bowl game being played in Silicon Valley, the area <laughs> featuring multiple companies that are here to take it away. This is the spiritual successor to the Blockbuster Bowl, and yet. Like this is this is how dumb Redbox is. <laughs> well, is this Red dumb Box. or is this smart? Is it or is this like no? You know, screw Red you Box. guys. Redbox is sponsoring this game, right? I want to think about all of the companies. Like, there's Netflix, there's Hulu, and all of these are in Silicon Valley. It, it's it, they're sponsoring a 3 p.m. Eastern kickoff on a Monday for a bowl game. There is nothing more physical media. Than that, than this game. Uh, let's see, Red Box Bowl. I'm on StubHub right now. <laughs> All right. Is it more expensive to rent a Red Box movie? No, I don't. I don't, I okay. don't know what a Red no. Box movie costs. I don't either. I don't know because I have <laughs> streaming media in my life. I know it's it. We're we're on Wi-Fi. But I don't, I don't All right. know what they're doing here. I'm we're talking low. Uh, hold on. Let's 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 go here. If you pay, if you pay this, okay, I'm not. I'm just going to say this price. If you get 50 yard line seats, it's 232 dollars. If you pay 232 dollars to see this game, you can pay me a thousand dollars right now. That's kind of silly. You, I think that's, I'll save that's... you all of the hotel fees. You don't need to watch this game. Uh, end zone seats. Yep. Go ahead. End zone seats. Lower bowl because apparently they're tarp at the top. 25. 25 bucks. Okay, crappy says 25. Carla. I'll say 75. 75, David? Uh, one Redbox DVD. Storing whom? Storing whom? Robert Downey Jr. Let's just okay. go. Okay, that's, that's, good. that's a good level. Okay, we got it. Good level. Uh, crappy is the closest to 25. It's $29 for end zone seats, y'all. Yes. <laughs> you can go see a bowl game. Uh, and yeah, honestly, uh, they're tarp in the top. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's no way and they, they, they did that for the, title, the, for the title game, for the conference title game. Because this, because they put a really gigantic stadium in Santa Clara, and they continue to want to play these games in the middle of rush hour traffic. <laughs> Do you really think anybody in Silicon Valley is going to really want to stay at work past noon on New Year's mm -hmm. Eve? Absolutely as, not. As has been demonstrated many times. No, it's not no, uh, and it's unfortunate because this is actually this is a decent game. No, it's not. Michigan State is awful. Justin Herbert's playing. Go Ducks. <laughs> nah, you're so wrong about this. But we'll get to that. Carla, what do you think? Um, so 
Sp- we've talked about Sparty so many times this season. We keep saying that they're mm-hmm. a team that is like the most baffling team that, you know, they, mm-hmm. they they lose to Arizona State, they beat my Nittany Lions, and then they go and lose to Nebraska. Like, okay, so who the heck is – this is the way Sparty's been for the last three seasons. Yes. Um, the team that you just cannot figure out. Playing the role of Sparty in the Pac-12 this year may be your Oregon Ducks. Not only do they wear the same color, but they sort of. also have a whole bunch of really baffling losses this year. They got destroyed by Arizona. Destroyed by Arizona, but they beat Washington. Like, how does that happen in the same season? Um Sparty defense isn't great against the pass. They are good against the run. Unfortunately, that's not a great combination when you're going up against an Oregon team that likes to throw the deep ball. Um, so I, I, I think the Ducks win this game. And it's also really funny that we have two teams that wear green in a in a in a game that's sponsored by Redbox. Merry freaking hey. Christmas, everybody! <laughs> David, what do you think? Um, yeah, um, Michigan State has not been very good at the end of the year. Uh, I think they've. I don't know, scored seven points in one game, six in another, just no offense, just kind of that that D'Antonio, just all of a sudden they have no – no. they go from functional offense to no offense. So um, I'm going to go with Oregon. They've had, you know, a pretty good rebound year uh, under Mario Cristobal. We started this uh, podcast with Mario Cristobal's old team, FIU. Yes. Um, picking them to win. So I'm going to finish uh, my part picking Mario Cristobal's current team uh, Oregon to beat uh, Michigan State. Okay. But the Ducks are clearly the consensus here. I have watched Oregon uh, fold in too many bowl games. Uh, that, that's number one. Number two, um, in keeping with his uh, reputation as the most annoying coach in the Big Ten uh, and, and doing the, the things uh, that, that he should not do, this is absolutely a game Mark D'Antonio wins. Um, I, th- I think that it's that, that, I, I can't tell you to watch this guy. I, I it's unless you like defense and um, you know and you hate scoring um, because it's going to be it's going to be like a, a, a fourteen to ten something like that. But Sparty is going to win the red, red box bowl. I'm telling you right now, uh, boys and girls, you can watch the Carlin Crappy Show for the duration of the college football season, which is is uh, dwindling rapidly, um, by searching Carla and Crappy Show on YouTube or Facebook. And if you prefer to have, prefer to have Carla and Crappy in your earbuds, uh, you'll find the podcast version at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, as well as on your favorite social channels. If you like the show, please rate and review. Uh, if you don't, mind your own damn business. Uh, AJ and David... Uh, and we'll start with you, AJ. Um, early December-ish uh, pick for a national title winner? What do you think? Bama until proven otherwise. It, 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 that's, that's, that's hard to, to uh, hard to go anywhere else. David, what do you think? Yeah, same. Alabama. Just, uh, yeah, until proven otherwise, except the inevitable. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Uh, okay. Enjoy all of the other parts. If you're not uh, if you're not enjoying this run of Alabama, college football has enough to offer to enjoy. That's and that's why we do the show because there there is plenty of great stuff coming up in, in the next three weeks. Uh, Carla, you are not allowed to tell me your your national championship pick because we're going to talk about this later. Any final thoughts for tonight? Um. To, we didn't talk about any of the games. There are a bunch of games that start this weekend um, mm-hmm. on, on the 15th. There are some really good games. Um, to my MTSU students who are making the trek to New Orleans for the New Orleans Bowl to go play Appy State. Um, one, that's a tough draw. Um, mm-hmm. Two, go have fun on Bourbon Street. 
Three, don't tell me about it. Four, Jared, don't miss your band call. Uh, 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 Spencer Hall uh, from um, um, Every Day Should Be Saturday recommends for first-timers in New Orleans, tape a $20 bill to your leg <laughs> because you it, it might save your life later. Um, and I, I think that's excellent advice. AJ, do you agree? I, I've never been in New Orleans. I, I, it doesn't matter. Uh, but I would agree. Also, Spencer Hall does an amazing impression of the dog sound from the Casio piano that we all recall from the <laughs> 1980s. Just go listen to go go listen to Shutdown Fullcast episode this week where he's where he does Casio dog Tanabob. It's amazing. Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> Guys, um, uh, thank you very much, uh, AJ. We appreciate you being here, David. We especially appreciate you joining us. Thank you, guys. Well, and thank you. Absolutely. And um, Carla, thank you. Once yep, again. thanks as always. We'll talk again in a couple weeks. I will talk to you in a couple weeks when Carla will be back to uh, discuss Final Four and then maybe one more for some kind of mythical college football championship. But we'll see how that goes. Guys, thank you again for watching. Um, have a great holiday season, a great fall season, and we'll talk to you again soon. See ya.